0: Log Talk Radio Log Talk Radio
1: Everyone that's here, I always do that. I watch it by
0: faithful God bless you. Praise, Tabernacle Church. we will you the Lord's So, when
1: you take the message that on this morning, you Don't tell lost God bless you. Bless you the we so glad to be here. This is our Sunday celebration. Come on. we
2: God bless you. This is Pastor Omar Zachary, and you have tuned in to Praise Tabernacle Church uh, Tuesday Night Bible Study here on Blog Talk Radio. And we just thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, What a great week we are having so far, uh, building up to Christmas. And we know that Jesus is the reason for the season. And, you know, he never really, never told us to remember his birth, but he did tell us to show forth his death. But, you know, I don't think it's anything anything wrong, as long as you remember what the meaning of Christmas is. I think it's, I think it's okay. Don't get too down because you don't have no presents. Uh, the greatest gift has been given to all of us over 2,000 years ago, and we are we are thankful for that. For God gave His Son, and 33 and a half years later, His Son gave His life that we all may have a right to the tree of life. So we we are just honored and excited about what God is doing here at our local church. Uh, we got a great teacher on tonight, great panel as well. Uh, as we have every Tuesday night Uh want you to uh, Just pray uh, Be in prayer Just a couple of members I know uh, specifically uh, Mother Anthony uh, And also Deacon Oglesby uh, Not feeling too well Y'all to uh, Continue to have keep him lifted uh, Lifted up in prayer uh, I'm not sure if his wife is on tonight Sister Oglesby But Um, I definitely want y'all. Okay, all right. Well, she is here. All right, well, praise the Lord. Well, let's keep Deacon elect, uh, not elected more, Deacon Oglesby in prayer and Mother Anthony. uh, That's Sister Oglesby's mother. All right, well, without any further ado, uh, I think the the whole panel is here tonight, I think. Uh, But our speaker, our leader on tonight will be uh, Minister Kevin Tobert. Amen, him and his wife just getting back, I think, on yesterday from a vacation, and we hopefully they are refreshed. I know he, he has a good word for us on tonight. So we're going to say a word of prayer, and then the next voice, the next voice you hear will be that of Minister Kevin Tobert. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We just honor you. We appreciate you for your grace and your mercy shown toward us, and God, we ask him that there's many that may not be feeling well and different things going on in our lives. And we pray now that you will just touch, heal, and deliver in the name of Jesus. Touch those that are sick and the afflicted, those that are downtrodden and uh, going through different ailments even right now. We know that you're yet able. You've got all power in your hand. And as we enter into this Bible study, we pray that you will... Uh, Word the mouth of the leader on tonight And the panel Give us what needs to be said For those that are listening That they can be encouraged on tonight And we give you glory and honor In Jesus' name, amen Minister Tobert, services into your hands God bless
3: All right uh, Thank you Pastor uh, For setting the stage Being able to pray for everyone Thank you for everyone that is listening um, On tonight And Tonight, we'll be coming from Luke chapter 5, and our topic verse comes from chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. So again, Luke chapter 5, the topic comes from 10 and 11, and I will read those and give my topic. Uh, Hopefully, everyone gets something. Very familiar passage of scripture that we're going to go over on tonight. And the word reads, And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. And tonight we're just going to be teaching from a simple topic of follow the leader. Again, from the simple topic of follow the leader. So on tonight, we're going to go over a few things and get to uh, understand what it's like um to be a Christian and what what that all entails and the different things that come along with it. So just to give a little bit of background, Jesus was on a mission, and he was ministering and healing and delivering throughout multiple cities along his journey. And he amazed people so much that they began to follow him and begged him not to leave. But he said, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities for therefore, therefore, am I sent. So in today's lesson, it's meant to encourage everyone to listen and to continue to make the best decision to follow the leader in Jesus Christ. Now, let's look at the beginning of this chapter, verse 1, and read on down and see how the story went. Like I said, very familiar passage of Scripture. And it reads, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genezareth and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. So Jesus had already started his ministry before he selected the disciples and it was people following him due to his prior teaching. Like I said earlier about him preaching and teaching in other cities along the way. Jesus was standing by the lake of Nazareth, also called the Sea of Galilee, but he was pressed or pushed by the crowd that wanted to hear more of his teaching so desperately. And this press possibly could have pushed Jesus into the water. but he saw a boat unattended and decided to step in that boat. And when I think about this, we already see an example for us to follow the leader. So some of us may get into a situation as to where pressure, the pressure is pushing us back, but all we have to do is step into a different direction, into an unoccupied space to separate from the pressure, which is the result which will result in change For your situation So all we got to do sometimes Is just step out of the way Into a different space To be able to get the change That we need <clears throat> So now when Jesus stepped into the ship The fishermen were gone They had left to wash their nets. So at this point They had made up in their minds That it was basically The end of the ship so to speak So they had left to wash their nets. So to put it into perspective, they were on their job, and they had to clean up at the end of the night. They had to remove the debris and the weeds from the net because of all the work that they've been doing, and they have, it was very important to keep that clean. So sometimes at the end of the day, we need to remove weeds from our lives as well. And those weeds can be whatever gets in the way while we're trying to do our job. If you're in ministry or in leadership, this especially applies to you. So those weeds can be, whether it be church folks or different obstacles that can get in the way and try to stop you from doing your job that can get tangled in your net. So make sure that you're doing some cleaning at the end of the day because, as we can see, sometimes it can be a dirty job. And also, let's not miss something here that was so simple but yet so key. While they were away cleaning, it also showed their commitment to their craft. They cared enough to keep the most important tool clean which proved that they were ideal for the job, for the job of being a disciple, for the, for the job of being a Christian. And it showed that they were built for this. And you're built for this, to be a Christian. As Pastor said, and he did a message a few weeks ago saying the same thing, that you're built for this. And it just brings everything back full circle. Amen. Because we got to understand that God can and will use the very same thing that you're good at for his good. Let me say that again. God can and will use the very same thing that you're good at for his good. So all we got to do is just be available. Any comments on that or any questions? You working good,
2: man.
3: Okay, okay, I appreciate that And if there's no comments We'll go ahead On to Verse 3 And let's look at What the word says In verse 3 He entered into one of the ships Which was Simon's And prayed him that he would Thrust out a little From the land And he <clears throat> And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. In this verse, it was revealed that one of the ships was owned by Simon, or Peter as we know him to be, because we normally call him Peter. Jesus had already met Peter before this incident. See, Jesus went to Peter's house when he was on a mission, and during his mission, his mother-in-law, talking about Peter, was sick. And she was sick with a great fever, according to the word, and Luke 4, 38 through 39. So just in the previous chapter. And Jesus healed his mother-in-law, so he brought forth a healing, and then he ministered unto them on this mission. So Jesus was already busy, and he was about his father's business to begin with. So Jesus had already begun working. He already was, was on a mission before this, and now he's on another mission as well. So we got to understand that we got to do the same thing and be just like Jesus and be about our Father's business. See, that's where it comes into play that we have to follow the leader because we got to understand that he's setting the stage and setting an example for us to be able to be in. <clears throat> and also... <clears throat> I'm glad that this situation, uh, when I look back over it and and connected the dots between him going to Peter's house, it made me understand more about this lesson because as I was uh, reading over this lesson and of course reading it without context and you're looking like, well, man, we went from Jesus avoiding getting pushed into the water. So he stepped into the boat and then for him, um, Praying for Peter and talking to Peter to him teaching people um, on somebody else's boat, you know it, it just seemed you know to me it just seemed a little a little out of whack. It seemed a little gangster for Jesus to just have a takeover and come right onto you know somebody else's boat. So I'm glad that when I look back over it and was able to connect the dots between you know what he did already meeting Peter and made it make a little bit more sense for me. But you know that that's just me um, looking over it. But on a serious note, as we see here at the end of verse 3, the word says, And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. So Jesus had to step away into the ship to teach people, which shows that sometimes we have to get into a safe place for our own sake, to be able to teach and preach and still give the people what they need. So you ain't got to leave nobody hanging, but you got to get to that safe place sometimes just to help others and to be able to help yourself. Just like when pastor preaches and teaches from home, that's a safe place. That's his safe place. But he's still being able to feed the people. And all we got to do is follow the leader. If Christ did it from a safe place, you can do it too. Like I said. Follow
2: the leader. Any comments? Yeah, I. Um, man, this is this is good. Appreciate you uh, getting that history of it and uh, setting up about Jesus knowing Peter or having an encounter uh, with him uh, beforehand. But then uh, just just sitting here thinking about how Jesus cared about the people. Where he could have, you know, just avoided them, or uh, because we we do see that it was so many of them, the, the multitude of them, uh, you know, he he could have avoided them, but he took time, and 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 as a leader, and you said this a moment ago, you know, specifically for those that that claim a leadership position or a leadership role, I mean, your your whole. I mean, everything you do is it, it, really it's about people, you know. It, it's about people, you know, and going out of your way, um, you, you know. And Jesus even went in a safe place because it had became uncomfortable. And sometimes when you are trying to help people, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, it, it's not going to always fall, you know, where it's it's you know for your. Um, Convenience, you know, that's not what ministry is. Ministry is not for your convenience. You know, you he that wineth souls is wise. So you, you know, it it causes you to, uh, you know, you give, and and leaders in most, not just pastors, but leaders, in in just in the general church, should be the should be the biggest givers and not just monetary yeah that money does play a lot but a giver of time a giver of service i was listening to uh mr chaos himself last night and you know him and his wife and it it, they, they drive home the the subject of serving of you know regardless of how bad your day is or whatever's going on can you forget about yourself and understand God has called you to serve? And I think I've always said some last night that in a lot of cases when you're serving, you're not looking for your name to be called. You're not looking for, uh, as my daddy would say, your name to be on the big gun station or your name to be in lights. Uh, can you serve from the background and and know that to God be the glory regardless if someone mentioned your name or not you know and, and a real servant you know hey you like hey, you ain't got to say nothing don't testify don't you ain't got to say nothing about what i've done i already understand if i do these things secretly then the lord will reward me openly so we we have to keep the main thing the main thing and the main thing is the reason for us being in ministry is to win souls. Is to show the love of Jesus Christ, to preach the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, you know, like what Jesus did, you know. Uh, there's so much going on in the world today, and a lot of times people come to church, you know, they don't get no hope at the job. They don't have no hope at home. And it's bad when you go to church and can't find no hope. If you can't find no hope anywhere, you ought to be able to, I won't matter of fact, if I can't find no hope at the church. I won't even go. And as Mrs. Toby just said, I, I'll stay in my safe place right here in my home, you know. So my wife, she did such an excellent job on Sunday, but she talked from the message. Uh, she was talking about joy. And your joy is not, not predicted on what you're going through, what you feel. You know, you get a raise, you're happy. If uh, you get fired, you're sad. You know, that's happening. It, it, Happiness is predicated on what you get, what you receive, and stuff like that. But joy is something that God gives us, that no matter what we go through, we are reminded that we are his child, we are his people, and before it's all over, he's going to have the last word, and we're going to come out victorious. So as we take the example that Minister Tobit is giving tonight about Jesus, it was all about the people, even to the point now he's getting on the boat we're going to see as Minister Tobin goes farther into it was all about another part of ministry that had to be set up. He had already had these folks' attention, but now he has to work on his inner circle. He has to work on another group because he couldn't do it all. We know the scriptures say greater works uh You know that we will do, and that ain't that don't mean we're going to be doing things that Jesus didn't do, but what that means is because we have the Holy Ghost and we have God in us uh we're able to spread the gospel uh corporately more faster or at a quicker rate than Jesus was able to do individually so uh I appreciate this tonight man good good job so far
3: um. Pastor, uh, definitely thank you for the comment. Like I said, to be able to um, put everything in into perspective, like you said, um, you know, ministry is not always going to be comfortable. <clears throat> and you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes any sense. Sometimes you're going to be placed in different situations where you may be a little bit uncomfortable, but you've got to figure a way out to be able to teach and preach during the situation and teach and preach your way out of a situation, you know, so at the end of the day, you got to know when to go to the Lord. You got to know, excuse me, when you have to just step out of the way, you know, like you said, and step into the safe place. You got to know the different things that you're able to do um, during ministry. And like we say, um, it's not just ministry. Um, as far as someone having a title But also Just for those that are, are Christians And you're, you're a disciple as well Amen So that means that you have to Do the same job You got to be about your father's business Just like Jesus was And you got to spread the good news of the gospel So that's just not You know One person's job alone You know that's, that's our job as well That's what we all have to do We all have to be able to tell someone about Jesus, you know, so we always got to keep that in mind. So as we're going through this, we got to understand that it's a lot in just this short message for us to learn and be able to grow upon um, and use in a day-to-day basis. Um, Anyone else got anything? You know, can
4: you hear me, minister? Can you all hear me?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
4: Um, yeah, this is a great lesson, especially for leaders. Um, and I like, you know, follow the leader and all being in a safe place. Uh, it it just brings to my attention, um, sometimes you've got to be uncomfortable, but when the spirit turns on inside you, you become comfortable because you're being led by the spirit. It's not you. And I think everybody that's on the panel uh, has that feeling that we may be nervous before we speak, but once we start speaking, we become more comfortable because we're speaking God's word. We're speaking life. So if you, and you got to be a, a, a student to get the word in you, um, because no matter what the situation is, that light can always be turned on in the most uncomfortable places. Um, so it may be uncomfortable in the physical. But if you got the Word on the inside of you, it's going to make you comfortable because it's not you. It's the Spirit in you, and that's what makes us comfortable. But this is a great lesson, man. I just wanted to bring that out.
3: Yes, sir. I appreciate that, Elder Oliver, Uh, definitely being able to put things into perspective. And I'm going to go ahead and continue um, with the lesson. And after that, we'll get ready to go to halftime on verse Uh, 4 and 5, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the nets. So when I look over this, uh, verse 4 and 5, we have to understand that we have something in it that's not in there, but it's in there. And what I mean by that, as I'll explain, Jesus asked Simon to cast a net into the deep, knowing that they haven't caught anything yet. And from his perspective, it probably didn't make sense. Excuse me. But you want, uh, because you want him to do the same thing that he was already doing, and when he was doing it, he came up with nothing. But here's the part that's in there that's not in there. But Scripture says in 1 Corinthians 1 and 27, God has taken the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So in other words, things that don't make sense to us, But to the Lord, it makes perfect sense because it's all about his timing. See, you can be doing the same thing all day by yourself, but as soon as you put God in the middle of it, things begin to happen, things begin to change. Why? Because it was all a part of the plan, and it was based on his timing and not ours. So some things we want it to be a right now thing, but God is showing us that it could be a later on thing. It doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing, but it just means that the timing wasn't right yet. But you still have to follow the leader. So Peter, like I said, already had an encounter with the Lord, so he shows he he actually knows firsthand what God can do as I explained earlier. You know, he he healed his mother-in-law. <clears throat> so therefore, When Jesus asked him uh, to do something that he had already been doing, he was able to trust him because they had a report. So that's why it's important to have a report. He knew that it didn't make sense, but he said nevertheless. And that nevertheless changed everything about this scenario in its entirety. That nevertheless means however. So, Lord, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But nevertheless, I will do what you say do. All you have to do is trust in the Lord and follow the Lord. So it's so important for us to understand that all we got to do is just trust in the Lord. Even when we don't understand the situation, even when we don't get it, just trust in the Lord. Just have that nevertheless moment at that at that time, just like Peter did. Because it didn't make sense but he still went through with it because of what the Lord had said. So sometimes we may not get the whole understanding. Sometimes we may not understand the big picture, but we still got to do our part. You still got to let down your net. You still got to cast out into the deep. You still got to listen to the voice of the Lord. If he's telling you to do something, if He tell you to try again, then go ahead because it may be a different result. Because like I said, it's all about timing. And we got to realize, like I said earlier, that it's about his timing and it's not about ours. Anybody got anything to say on that? Yes, I have. Yeah,
2: I, go ahead, whoever that is, go ahead.
5: Go ahead, Pastor, it's, it's Chloe. No, go ahead, Sister, uh, Sister Ogilvie, go ahead. Um, I can truly attest to what you're saying because this whole time, I have truly had to listen to God I had to I had You know Different doctors And different people Saying this Saying that Saying the other You need to do this You need to hurry up To do that But that's not what I heard God say And it looked Kind of crazy To keep my mom On the You know With the tube down her throat And to everybody else It was looking like Well that's not You know That's not good That's not good for her Um her quality of life and all of that But I still had to stand And listen to God And watch God And I'm glad I did I am so glad I did Because she's doing a lot better And his timing Even though they said Well there's a cut off time For her to have that <clears throat> Have that uh, tube down her throat And theirs was 14 days She got off of that On the 23rd day No infection No Mm. nothing She has And I know that If I hadn't listened Outcome would have been different And I told God I said I don't want anybody To call me Unless it's positive I haven't had phone calls from any doctors In the last couple days So Yes I totally agree With what you said It might look crazy But you've got to Listen to God Because he knows What he's doing
3: my God Amen Amen And, and Ooh, praise the Lord for ca- hearing that God is good Can I make Hallelujah. a comment oh, I know ca- Pastor right.
6: I apologize yeah. um, I know you were going next But What Sister O just said um, I, I, I I I promise you Sister O um, I've, I've been in a situation Where um, The doctors uh, Literally told us To let our mom go Just let her go Uh, She's going to be a vegetable. She has no brain activity. I mean, they literally said, let her go. But that's not Mm. what the Lord said. So we just kept praying. And my mom is still here, and this is six years later. Um, She can pick up the phone and call me and have a conversation and everything. So, I mean, she had a couple strokes since then, so she repeats a lot, but she's still here. Um, So. When it, The way I, I'm, I'm a, a true advocate of trust God, regardless of what the situation looks like, no matter what, mm-hmm. just like them with the fish, they couldn't, they've been fishing all day, they ain't catch nothing. But when God mm-hmm. says, that's, that's, that's the, final, the final say right there is when God says, if he tells you to do it, do it. Listen to his voice, all other voices, they're going to keep coming, they're, they're not going to matter you have to listen to what he's saying And when you listen to him He works everything out Just like he did for uh, These fishermen here And they caught all them fish Listen to God So I just wanted to to Interject that in
2: Amen well, I'll tell you what Y'all, y'all keep talking like that There ain't, ain't going to be no need for me to say nothing uh, That's I just say, I just say this little piece. <clears throat> can we and it's, it's a little different than what my two sisters, the testimony that, that they gave, it's a little different, but it, it's along the same lines of faith. You know, you, Don't let no one else talk you out of what God has talked you into. Let me say that again for those of you taking notes. Don't let no one talk you out of what you know God has talked you into. Because it may not seem it may not seem favorable, it may not seem like the right thing to do to everybody else. But who cares? Who cares what everybody else is thinking and what everyone else is saying? Okay. So uh, the other the other little quick point was: do can we trust God even uh, with our careers, with the movement of our careers? Because we we understand what Peter's career was; uh, he was an expert. Him, his brother. Uh, James and John, the brothers, uh, sons of Zebedee, these guys was expert fishermen. They knew what they were doing, but Jesus spoke to them, and all of that expertise went out the window. And they was able to do exactly what what Minister Tober said. Once again, the topic for tonight: follow the leader. So y'all, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank y'all. That's good.
3: Absolutely, uh, thank you, Pastor. Um, like you said, this just being able to bring everything full circle, and um, it just puts everything into perspective on what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it, and how if we listen to the voice of the Lord, we'll be blessed. How things can change. I mean, like we said, it's not it's, it's a very familiar passage of scripture, so we know what ends up happening, but we understand that there is a blessing in it because uh, he was able. You know, to listen to the Lord, you know, and we'll just see the magnitude of the blessing for those that, you know, haven't looked over anything. But, you know, there's a blessing in store. All you got to do is just listen to the Lord, listen to the voice of the Lord. He tell you to do something. Just do it, even if you've already been doing it, even if in your head it don't make sense because of we have the flesh, and that flesh sometimes can think a different way, you know, and, and, and God is spiritual, So when God comes um, at us spiritually, we got to listen to him spiritually. You know, that that flesh should come up a little bit, meaning that you're going to have that natural reaction of like, you know, I don't know, but then you got to go do it. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but you got to go do it. Um, And, and Pastor, um, if we're doing the halftime break, this will be the time. Um, If you want me to keep going, I'll keep going
2: you can keep on going. I I, I do it. it. If I'm off by the time you get through, then you'll get off. Y'all know how to handle it. Go ahead, man. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Yes, sir.
3: All right. So let's pick up verse 6 and 7. And when they had done this, I mean, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes in their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them, and they came and filled their and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. <clears throat> Again, reading that last part, reading the reading the latter portion of verse seven, because we got to understand the blessing, and they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. So that's the blessing in just listening, understanding that you can get a lot more just by listening. So it's very important. So Jesus uh, just showed them exactly how it's done when it came down to fishing. And don't get it twisted. These guys were professionals, as we already know. So no doubt they knew the waters, and according to their expertise, it was already quitting time. They had already spent the time that they normally would spend out there because this is what they do. This is their profession. So according to them, according to their expertise, it was already quitting time. But it just goes to show you that if you put in overtime for God, it will pay out better than you can ever imagine. So sometimes the blessing ain't all for one, but sometimes it's one for all. In this case, everybody nearby was blessed. As we read, they were able to fill up both shifts. So they had to bring a couple more folks in to be able to handle the load. So that's why it's important to just do your part and keep showing up and doing what you're supposed to be doing because you never know when that blessing is going to hit and affect everyone around you. So it may not have been your blessing directly, but it spilled over into your life. We say that again. It may not have been your blessing directly, but it spilled over into your life. So you got to understand that you just got to show up. You just got to be there. You just got to do your part. You just got to continue to do what you know to do because that's what God called you to do. And that's what he told you to do. And we got to understand that in due time we'll reap the benefits of what we show. So at the end of the day, we're going to be around. And not only that, sometimes you reap the benefits, as we can see, of what someone else sold. So at the end of the day, you just got to be right there because it's all about timing. And it's all about his timing and not our timing, just like I said before. So all this happens because you were doing what you were supposed to do, all because you followed the leader. So it's extremely important just to follow the leader, just to follow the Lord. So all you got to do is be in place, and then let God handle the rest. Amen. Verse eight. And when start to
7: go, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Amen. <laughs> hey, so I just wanted to say that I wanted to focus on the overflow because the scripture says that they had a great multitude of fish, and the nets broke. So he didn't just give them enough to to feed them for the, the afternoon or the evening or the week. It seemed like they had, like, so much more than what they needed or what they could have ever even envisioned. And I don't know if in that moment if they felt like, okay, we were expecting this, which it seemed like they weren't, or if they were surprised. But that's like us, even right now, like, we act surprised when God answers our prayer, something that you know that you've been praying for or or shouting for or fasting for. But the Lord takes care of his children, so I feel like if it's something that you've been wanting and you've been really praying for, you should not be surprised. Um, There's a scripture that I wanted to reference, um, Mark 10 and 27. And it says, Jesus looked at them and said, with man it is impossible, but with God, for all things are possible with God. So none of this, stuff should come by surprise for us. And I think also we need to remember as Christians, just because something doesn't happen the way that you're expecting it to happen, it could still be a blessing in that. Because sometimes what we feel that we need, God already knows, nope, you don't need that. Nope, you shouldn't go that way. No. You don't need to be at that job. It's going to be toxic. So we have to send those prayers out and then just know and trust and have faith in the Lord that he's going to give us what he sees fit for us, our family, um, our situations, our finances, or whatever whatever the the case may be. So I just wanted to point out the fact of that overflow. They had so much that the nets were breaking. So I just I wanted to to really point that part out.
3: That's all. Um, I appreciate that um, absolutely. Um, for those that are listening, that was my wife's um, sister told her, Um and she <laughs> <laughs> she definitely just bring it home for me. I appreciate that. I told her I always look forward to her comment. Um, That's right. When she when she's on, um, especially you know knowing what it's like to be on the, on, the, on the team and the pressure that comes around it. But that really puts things into perspective, like we say, that overflow. And, and like we said, that overflow is spilled onto others. So, you know, it's another angle that we can take onto that as well. That's, a, that's another message in itself because if you think about it, we got to understand that's also – why you don't need to be acting up with different people because you never know is because of you acting up with folks and you ain't there, and then now you just miss out on your blessing because you were supposed to be there, and now they didn't got blessed, and everybody else did got blessed, but you missed your blessing. You know So there's plenty of different ways to look at this to be able to apply this overflow. That's why you got to be on the job because that time when you decide to call out, now the job is given a bonus. Now it's added. Now it's not only just overtime, but it's time on top of time, and it's money on top of money because it's blessing on top of blessings. Do y'all get what I'm saying here? It says that both the ships began to sink. So it was a lot of blessing. Even though Jesus was, you know, speaking to Peter, and Peter went, and did what he was supposed to do. He had that nevertheless moment that regardless that it don't necessarily make sense, Lord, I done already been out here. He said it in verse 5. He said, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Meaning, Lord, we didn't been out here. We didn't already been doing this during the time frame, and we ain't get nothing. But now, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. So you still got to just listen regardless of the situation. And then you can be able to reap the benefits and have that overflow. And then they knew what to do. You see, they they still ain't be stingy with it. They called some other folks, hey, we need some help. Come on. It's enough for everybody. It's more than enough for me. So that's a lesson in itself. Don't sit there and be stingy as well. We got to understand that if God has blessed us more than we can imagine, let's Let's not be afraid to help somebody else, somebody that's nearby and close to the situation. Let's be able to help others as well. So it's a lot to be able to take just from those simple scriptures and just from this scenario to be able to apply for us to learn in life. And it all boils down to the main thing that we got to do is follow the leader. Uh, any other comments before we go on to 8 and 9? I don't want to leave anybody out. <clears throat> All right. All right. Verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished in in all that with him at the drunk of the fishes which they had taken. So Peter had an experience with God like no other at this point. He began to recognize the power of the Lord and recognize uh, recognize the sin within him, made him unworthy for this blessing. And therefore, he confessed his sins before the Lord, saying that he's a sinful man is what I mean. Uh, and this is something that all of us should do because truly we're unworthy as well. But thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God For His goodness and His mercy, thank Jesus that we have uh, an opportunity to get it right, you know. And we got to thank the Lord for His righteousness. So at the end of the day, we got to understand that we may not even deserve to be in the place, but we're still there and still get blessed. That's a blessing in itself. If you understand what I'm saying, you don't even deserve to be in that position, but you still end up being blessed. You may not even deserve to be able to have that job, have that promotion, but you still end up getting blessed and your whole team blessed. You don't even deserve to have the car that you have, to have the lifestyle that you have, but you still end up being blessed, all because you followed the leader. So we got to understand that it is important that we just listen to the Lord, that we just step out on faith, that we trust in the Lord. Like the word says, trust in the Lord with all that heart. Amen. So we got to understand that it is important for us to just trust in the Lord, for us to just listen to what thus says, the Lord. Verse ten, and we're gonna uh, get ready to close in a minute. <clears throat> and so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. So they didn't even know that they were being selected. But not only were they being selected, but they were being elevated. So they are being called as disciples, which is higher than any earthly position that you could ever have. So you got to understand that sometimes you can be um, in a position and, and, and God, like I said, will select you, but not only select you, but he'll elevate you. And like I said, that's a blessing in itself because we understand that they were chosen out of their, uh, chosen while they were doing their expertise. This is what they do. This is what they do for a living. But God said, that same thing that you do for a living, I'm going to take that same thing that you're good at and use it for his good. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. So we got to understand that the Lord, like I said before, can and will use the very same thing that you're good at for his good. So, like I said, God can and will use the very same thing that you're good at for his good. So we have to choose to be disciples just like they were. Amen. And he chose the disciples like you said earlier, to carry on the mission after his departure. And this was the beginning of Christian discipleship, which churches use to model after even today. So I encourage you on the night to follow the leader, and our leader is Jesus Christ. Any comments uh, from there? Doc, that that Uh, is. uh, I'm done. That is that's
2: awesome, that's awesome. here's Here's a question, just a general question for for everyone that's listening. What's in your net? What 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 is in your net? Uh, some of us have been walking or claiming, should I say, that we've been walking with the Lord for a while, and you don't have no fish. You don't have no proof. You don't have no evidence. You don't have no fruit to confirm that you are a fisherman. You have no fish to confirm that you are an expert a fisherman. Jesus told him at the end, you know, don't worry about it, Peter. I know you this, that, and the other, but I'm gonna make you a fisher of men. In other words, I'm gonna teach you and I'm gonna give you the tools that you need to make you productive in catching souls. And I just want to I just want to take a take a moment and, and have everyone, I mean this is a great great lesson, but let's take let's take inventory. Let's take a let's take self inventory and ask ourselves what's in our net? What have we caught? How often do we witness Okay? Not just to bring someone to your church, and that's good, but how often do we do we find ourselves witnessing about the goodness of the Lord about i mean you know just really trying to catch souls and that goes for, that goes for all of us you know are you a once a month fisherman? are you a fisherman that only fish when it's convenient uh you know when You don't have to worry about no one else being around. Are you a private fisherman? You know, or are you you radical? Are you a radical fisherman? Meaning no matter where you are, the ball game, no matter where you are, Walmart, wherever you are, you find yourself being a witness, being a fisherman, where you are proudly proclaiming Christ and who he is and what he is to you and what he's done in your life and what he's able to do in the lives of man. So let, let's, 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 let's take a self-inventory uh, on that for all of us. You know, I, I, we had a family at church Sunday, but I had a chance to, to witness to them on the basketball court, you know, as a mother and three children, just, you know, just to be a witness and, and share the gospel, you know, talked about the church. They came, you know, we talked about the Lord on the basketball court. They came to church Sunday and heard, you know, the gospel message uh, being preached. So, you know, just just think about it for all of us, about what we're doing and uh, how important is winning souls to us. So great, great, great lesson, uh, as always, Minister Tober. All right, anyone else on the panel, uh, before we give the offering, uh, anyone else that may have uh, short uh, closure? On tonight Okay Alright Well no one else Has anything So but I guess you, you said it all Panel Y'all did a great job On tonight Everyone spoke Real well um, That was real good That was real good Follow The leader Follow the leader And that's an old song We used to say there, It says Where he leads me I'll Follow I'll go with him all the way. So uh, on tonight, if you would like to to uh, be able to share with us financially, you have two options in which you can do so. On tonight, uh, we have our Extended Arms uh, Ministry. They are um, you know which is our outreach to our community. Uh, thank God for everyone that's been supporting the Extended Arms. Uh, the information, uh, cash app for Extended Arms is. Dollar sign EA Ministry. Once again, that's Dollar sign EA Ministry. Uh, whatever the Lord lays on your heart, you can do it there. Um, also, uh, to our local church, Praise Tabernacle Church Incorporated. Uh, you can do Dollar sign PTC eight seven seven. Once again, Dollar sign PTC eight seven seven. And may the Lord bless you. Real good uh, thanks, thanks to all our supporters uh, Extended arm contributors um, Our local church supporters Thank y'all so much May the Lord bless you uh, Real good during this uh, holiday season And we we'll look to see you again On uh, Sunday morning Amen You'll get to hear the conclusion Mr uh, He'll be preaching for us um, This Sunday morning uh, Our Sunday morning service Him and his wife be there and we're just grateful to God for everything that has taken place. All right, well, we're going to close. You guys have a great week. And until the next time, may his peace be with you. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20 tells us to go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always even until the end of the world. God bless you and have a great night.